welcome to 3ZZZ's Stories of Community Resilience. Hello and greetings of the day everyone. I am Chris Monica Bhadra and I come to you with another story of community resilience on behalf of 3ZZZ. During in these podcast series, we talk about people and how they showed grit, determination, and resilience in our communities. Today, I'll be talking to a very esteemed guest, but before that, I would quickly like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we are meeting today, the people of the Kulin Nation. I also pay my respect to the elders, past, present, and emerging. On that note, I'm very pleased to introduce Dr. Biola Joseph. Dr. Biola Joseph has been based in Melbourne for the past 27 years, having originally come from Singapore. She has a PhD in psychology and has been working as a registered psychologist for the past 13 years. Dr. Biola Joseph's research relates to the efficacy and evaluation of workplace well-being services, and she currently heads up the clinical governance and quality area at a large national provider of workplace, well-being and individual support services. On that note, Bula, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? My pleasure. I'm trying to keep cool. We've got the air conditioning on, so a lovely warm summer's uh, Melbourne day. I know, and I just love it. Uh, perfect beach weather for me, at least. So yeah. Yes. Um, on that note, Bula, I'm inspired already when I was just reading out your bio, already I'm inspired. So yeah, that goes without saying. But in your opinion, Bula, what impact did the pandemic have on the mental state of most Victorians? Um, I think it's it's been massive and I think we're going to be dealing with the fallout from all of this for many years to come. I think one of the things that we do as people is we do have, we try to give ourselves that illusion of control and stability that things we, you know, what we planned will actually happen. But the reality is that we don't have control over the past or the future. We only have control over the present, where we are right here, right now. And I think the pandemic has really stripped away those illusions that we used to have. And so people are then, faced with this huge amount of uncertainty that they hadn't necessarily reflected on or processed. Um, and, you know, we're entering, what, our third year dealing with this. And in Victoria, you know, we've been going since the 2019 bushfire season. Um, it's been continuous. So we haven't really had a break from major crises. And so what I've been noticing is, yes, there's a huge amount of fatigue um, but people are still struggling with that level of uncertainty. How do I deal with um, life? How do I live life? How do I find joy when I don't know what's going to happen next? And that's really been a huge thing for people throughout the pandemic. And Victorians have suffered particularly as a result of that because we've had so many lockdowns um, and it's been so harsh here in Victoria. Um, and, and now we're still at a position where 2022 is looking like it's going to be the same as 2021 and 2020. So, you know, previous, prior to the pandemic, we we're like, okay, new year, new resolutions, going to start the year fresh, things are going to be different. And unfortunately, what we're noticing is that things aren't dramatically different. And so we're still left in a position where we have to deal with the reality as it is. And that's really hard for people. Yes, it is. But Bula, while dealing with all your clientele and patients and everything around you, how did you keep up 
your with your mental sanity how did you keep your mental health in check i think that that's a really important question because the people providing support to other people have suffered greatly as well because not only are we providing support to other people and holding space for people to process their distress and fear uh, we also parents we are partners uh, we have our own family responsibilities our own personal lives and we are also then dealing with all the stress of the uncertainty that everyone else is so i think psychologists and health workers teachers i think we're all dealing with almost a double whammy of what's been going on and i think it's been a perfect opportunity for me personally to practice what i preach to other people um mindfulness has been a huge huge um source of comfort it's um very difficult when your mind is very busy and very anxious yeah. to be mindful and to ground yourself in the present but the practice of mindfulness has been instrumental in keeping my sanity and maintaining my own well-being you know i found myself because you know we haven't been able to leave the house yeah. i found myself sitting in the garden and looking at a blade of grass and going well i feel so trapped i feel so imprisoned i can't go anywhere i'm too scared to go anywhere but i'm sitting here and there's grass there are plants around me my pets uh, i have a dog and two cats they're sitting outside with me i can look at them and i can really dive deep uh, into what the texture of what i'm seeing you know the nuances of what i'm experiencing in this given moment so that's been my practice throughout the pandemic and some days are easier than others i mean i'm human just like everybody else so some days you get up and you're going this is not going to be a good day <laughs> in other days it's much better so you know i think the the trick of it is to take things as they come Mm. rather than trying to plan and anticipate too much because that's a lot of wasted effort uh, and then we forget to actually ground ourselves in what we're dealing with right now then uh, on that note Bella, if, if for example if i have a partner or a child and if they are feeling mentally low how do we give them that comfort and the support i think the very first step is actually normalize and validate yes it it you know to actually say yes it feels like crap i'm scared you're scared there's a lot of things that we don't know mm -hmm. however what we do know is what we've got right here right now in the present moment mm -hmm. we don't know what the future holds we don't know how things are going to pan out we can't change the past it's happened yeah. already but we do have what we've got right here right now and in this moment i'm here with you so i think normalizing and validating that's actually okay to feel a huge range of emotions mm -hmm. um but at the same time to refocus that energy on what we can control versus mm -hmm. getting angry and frustrated with all the things that we can't control because at this point in time we can't control those things maybe it might change down the track but the best use of our energy and focus is to really sort of target what we can control in yeah. each given moment absolutely and so as a, as a practicing psychologist bella what would be your pointers for commoners like us to leave lead a good healthy well-being in these troubled times one of the one of the things that i've noticed is that as adults there seems to be this assumption that we should know it all we should have yeah. sorted things out already um there's no rule book that says that that's the case so i think the first thing is to actually give us 
a, a little bit of flexibility in space that no one needs to have sorted things out already. Mm-hmm. It's not a realistic assumption um, to, to see ourselves as people who are growing, evolving, learning, developing over time, uh, rather than already supposing to have reached a particular part in our lives where we, we, we've got it all sorted. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone has ever got any, everything sorted all the time. So I think that that sort of realistic assumption is really important. The other thing um, is that emotions are not wrong. Emotions are a normal, healthy part of being a human being. I hate the term positive and negative emotions. I don't believe in that. I believe there are emotions that we like and there are emotions that we struggle with, but they are all emotions. They are all normal and they're all part of the human experience. So reminding ourselves as adults that it's actually okay to have emotions. And the thing about emotions is is that it gives us information about what's happening for us inside. Emotions are not the same as reality. If I'm feeling fearful that the world is crashing down around me, that doesn't necessarily mean it actually is crashing down around me. Sometimes it's really hard to separate ourselves from our emotional experiences because we're right smack in the middle of it. And that's where it's really important to connect with other people, people, our family, our friends, you know, even a psychologist. Um, You know, I come from a culture where seeing a psychologist, there's so much stigma associated with that. But really, it's a more effective way of managing your challenges in life getting the right help in the right places at the right time rather than putting it off and letting things escalate. Um, so I think it's really important to sort of, you know, to touch on those areas for yourself and reflect on those. I think what you mentioned about the stigma part of our society holds for another long conversation altogether. That I can see as a stigma. It's not mental health is very important. Uh, before we wrap up the conversation, Lula, what would be your message of hope or resilience to anybody in the community who's listening to you right now? Given that we have gone through the past two or three years, I think what is left that we can't deal with? Mm-hmm. We got through it. And I think that's really important to remember. It was hard. It was painful. It was unpleasant. It was uncomfortable. But we have survived the last couple of years and we can survive the next couple of years. We're in a better position now than we were at the start of the pandemic. We understand things a little bit better. We are reaching out. There's more awareness about the importance of mental health. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really reminding ourselves that we've come so far already and we can take the next few steps we might need to have a break every now and then and to just rest, yeah. uh, ground ourselves and reconnect, but that's okay. I think that's important that we can actually get through the next few years. Mm. That's awesome, 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 Lola. Um, this can go on for a very, very long time, but draw the line. But <clears throat> thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your experience with us, Lola. I'm sure anybody listening to you will have a lot of things to take away from your conversation. Uh, And to our listeners, I hope that whatever we have been producing so far gives you some positivity, some determination to live on. We are living through very, very difficult times, but we have to be there for each other. We have to be resilient. Uh, I'll be back again shortly with another conversation of community resilience. Until then, please stay safe. And Dula, thank you again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Take care, everyone. This has been a story of community resilience by 3ZZZ.